You're listening to Ruckus Avenue Radio. Available now on Dash Radio. The following program may contain verbiage and views that will offend some listeners. You see, Andrew Fresh Kills Kilgore is a grumpy old man. And me, I don't give a fuck. Edit that out, Kills. Suck it. Why am I crusty? Because he's crusty. I'm Lincoln Bio. He's Fresh Kills. It's the holiday episode. Recap. Christmas. Jesus. Santa. Yeah, wonderful. I, you know, I love... You know, I'm crusty because not only do I have to edit your bull****, but you're putting music in the back, which is actually going to clash with our with our intro music, so... No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and as a DJ, I'm going to make sure it train wrecks... And it's gonna show badly on who? Who's the DJ among us? Who's gonna fall? Who? Who does? Whose sword? Who gets to fall on that sword? Ladies and gentlemen, Lincoln Bio. But as he stated earlier in another podcast, he said he's not a DJ anymore. There is no such thing. There are no DJs. There are no <laughs> DJs. I don't remember saying that, but it's fair. Over. I introduced you as a DJ, and you were like, "No, I'm, I'm a landscaper now." It's How over. would you introduce me to something outside this show? Connect me, network me to something. I say you're asking for the same. You want engineering work. Handouts. Just but begging. you're expensive. Over here. Handouts, I'm your boy, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I have some Christmas ideas, but since you're being such a <laughs> today, I don't, really, I don't really know if you're going to do it. Oh. I wanted to do the 12 days of Christmas, rapid fire style. I'll write it down. <laughs> it's going to be hard. I don't know. Whatever. And I'll then, do whatever. It's okay. fine. Um, and, then, and then I wrote, I rewrote uh, the lyrics of Jingle Bell Rock with, with you in mind. And I was hoping you would sing them back to me. You want me to sing? Like I'm in a crabby mood. You want me to sing a song? Yeah. Yeah, loud. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Let's try that right now. I know it's, no, I no, know that's it's been. No, no, that's insane. Why not? That's insane. I don't have Jingle Bell Rock? No. I don't want to do it. Well, you know how it goes. Should I? Do I have to sing? I don't want to sing because I wrote it in... First person, you. Okay. okay you want well, me to should I just do it? I, I can do it. I can do it. Okay. But okay. you got to get this song. There's a song playing in the background. What are you oh, doing? I know, I know, I know. I stopped it. Okay, go. You got the text? text jingle, okay, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. My name's Fresh Kills and I jerk off in the sock. Moaning and stressing all up in the lab. Don't ever tell me Boom Bap was a fad. Hey, <laughs> keep it going. Good. That's good. Hold on. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. It's good for the show, but be acting like a hoe. I put an eye there. And reaching for cloud in the scene, but the routines are clean. That's for yes. You. Keep going. Oh, let's go. Uh, what a bright time! I don't. Oh, nope. what a bright time! It's the right time to have myself a drink. Jingle bell time is a swell time. To travel 14 miles for something warm and pink. <laughs> 1,400 miles. 1,400. <laughs> yeah, to Colorado. Giddy up, up, Mr. Kills. To, I don't know how that, where's the melody for that? I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Giddy yeah. up, Mr. Kills. Take a break from your meat. Go buy some brand new socks. 
Mix and a master in the jingling feet. That's the jingle bell rock. That that's pretty good. You, you know like that. Considering how Fuck crabby I am. Funniest joke. The fourteen hundred miles for something warm and pink. Well, what's I mean? I get it, but what's fourteen hundred about? Did you calculate how far it is? It's to just I just up? made up a far. You know, numbers, jokes. It's, they're funnier when you just invent them. So Colorado <laughs> could be. Hold on, you know what? That was really good. I, you know what? I now, well, here's the worst part is that I'm in a better mood now, um, which is maybe not good for the show because he wanted me in a crappy mood. And now, and I, I should have reacted really poorly to that, but it was Yo, actually, actually really 15, well done. It's 1,571 miles to Colorado. So I guessed pretty close. That's pretty good. Yeah. Miles. Miles. Yeah. Americans, yo, Americans are so funny. Like, Calling a championship, a world championship, I've said that before. I think world leads one country. They don't consider Canada, so it's one, one <laughs> for both the NBA and MLB. Right. Like everything about the imperial system is just cool, right? 100 miles an hour. Fuck yeah. Uh, 100, 100 yard touchdown. Fuck yeah. You know, 100 degrees. Fuck mm. yeah. 100, yeah. 200 pounds of muscle. Fuck yeah. It's like it's, ours is like 68.4 kilograms, bitch. Like what? You know? What about uh, England where it's like stone? Where it's like four, I weigh 14 stone? I'm like, yeah. what is that? Yeah, we were talking about that. Yes, I had what this exact that? conversation with it's like other dark people. Age. Yeah. yeah, it's like dark ages over there. And quid. I know it's money, but what's a quid? It's like a quid. I hear quid to me. A quid is like a, a dead fish you use for a sauce or something. It's like a pile of, de- I don't know. All right. Quid. I like the word quid though. It's yeah. cool. I like yeah. a quid. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I, I got. I'm impressed. I'm impressed what you did here with this song. I'm actually really impressed with you. If That's we, funny. If, we, if you, we just, you just gotta believe in me sometimes. I don't impress easy with, with when it comes to you. You don't believe. You, I, you just. Yeah. No, I don't. And, and the logo. We're not gonna do. We're not gonna bigger up branding. It's not entertaining. No, no, no. But, but no. But we did. You, you said we're kind of friends. Well, we were talking about this earlier, which I think is a good segue here to our friendship could destroy the show. I mean, we have to maintain. Like our lack of friendship makes the show good. So we've got to, mm. I've got to maintain a level of, a level of disdain. Yeah. Mm. An adequate sort of requisite uh, patina of disdain over everything that you do. I'm going <laughs> to, just going to keep it, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep my distance. I'm going to be, so you know, I'm going to add, I'm going to add a little sprinkle of, of, of rudeness. Even when, uh, even when you're in crisis, maybe even especially when you're in crisis or need. So you're asking to connect me, right? Here's what's funny about that. You're the KOTD DJ, which is like, like you have access to like millions of like this, this whole community of fans. Eh, I do. Who, of course, I, I took I the liberty of, of kind of shitting on one of the episodes. But connect me, connect me for crying out loud. Like put us, put us on the top of that mountain. The view from up there is real nice. Right. I, Who do you want I, me to connect you with? Well, like, I, I've rebranded. And Sammy Warmhands? I, I, <laughs> Sammy Warmhands? I'll call I, up Sammy. He's, he's in Eugene, Oregon. He's, he's a friend I of mine. I want Sammy Warmhands on the show. Just, just, I'll get Sammy Warmhands. I want to feel his embrace. I bet he's a good hugger with a name like that. He is a good hugger. He's a great hugger. Uh, he's a great dude, but he's got the best name in the biz. Him and Donnie Milwaukee. I got you. Gotta love Donnie Milwaukee. There's Great drummer. Some guy named Scotty Downrigger that my buddy used to be. 
I mean, you can you can you can pretty much predict what those recording sessions sound like. <laughs> yeah, but hey, listen, don't worry. I'll connect you with Donnie Milwaukee, Sammy Warmhands, Johnny the Slug. Like, don't even worry. I got you. I got your back, bro. One of the like, I want to plug you in. It's it's got to be a nice feeling as an engineer, um, a recording engineer, or just someone who has a studio to graduate past the level of like bad rappers that you just need money so you you get them in the studio you know i never graduated no you're still you're still li- well listen i don't i don't i gotta be careful this is where i gotta be careful so you can you can hit me with this one i gotta be really careful because rappers that you might consider quote unquote bad uh they keep my lights on that's my bread and butter i never graduated in fact i continue to live and dwell in bad rap it's not I won't say I can't say bad rap because straight up that's my livelihood and I'm and I here's my thing I have great clients I seek out great clients have you seen that movie Rounders yeah you know the John Turturro's character he's like the poker player but he's kind of like the blue collar poker player no, 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 and Matt Damon well Matt Damon's character at one point in the movie he's desperate for money and he goes to John Turturro and he's like I need money you gotta help me and he's like you know, you kids are running around gambling away all this crap. Like he's like, I make money. I put money on the table for my family. I'm a lifer. You know, I don't go in for this dreams and smoke and mirrors bullshit. I work. That's what I do. And I am the John Totoro. I am that character in the game music game of life. Like I seek out good clients. I don't seek out good artists anymore. Well you can price out bad rap too. I seek out good clients and good people. Because straight up, every time I've worked with an artist of any clout, I've never gotten paid properly. I've never been respected properly. I've never, it's never worked out. The back end is always bullshit. And like, you take it on the chin. Like, I'll give you an example. Like Shad, for example. If Shad, if, if I got a beat on a Shad record, you think Shad's paying me for the beat? No. Well, why the fuck would I want to bother with a bunch of, like I love Shad, don't get me wrong. It's a good look to be on his album. But like what's is he literally going to be like, "Yo man, it'd be a good look to get on my album. Give me a beat for free." I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." But how many times I've went through that way too many times. Like it's not to say fuck Shad cuz I love the dude and I would work with him 100%. But I would work with him cuz he's a good person and if I know him personally, like I've been sold on the back end of all these of all these records so many times. Like every time I worked with when I worked with Decisive, ooh. <laughs> I got fucked over doing that doing that record. Like fucked over. It was one of the worst experiences of my entire life, right? But I got a Juno nom. I honestly, I wish I'd never done that record in a lot of ways. The pain that I went through. Are you crying? Blah blah blah. You, you tell that. I can tell that. Cracked a little bit there. No, I'm just I'm yawning. But uh, no, the point is, after a while, I sought out good good clients, which you know, in your estimation, might be bad rappers, but. Um, but I'm thankful for them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not working salute, in a big studio. Salute. But if you've recorded with Andrew, just know some of you he thinks you're bad. He said it earlier. He said, <laughs> bad rap, I make a living off still off bad rap. So, okay. Let's, I make, let's, just, let's just put this in context. Let me qualify. If you, you, if you recorded at the Kiln since the Kills and Bio show started, which was in March or April or fucking, I don't know, who cares? No one's recorded this in the Kiln, basically. Almost no one. Really? Mm. Let really? me qualify. Let me qualify what you're saying, though. No, if you've recorded with me, if you were bad or you weren't great at rap, you were better when you left this place. Like, hundred percent. 
Oh, great. Yeah. Hey, I, and once again, just that's my my ongoing theme. Uh, uh, If you make music out there, hey, good for you, but consider stopping because too many people do. I wonder (laughs) if it's like that about podcasting too. I would say we're we're scraping for attention and we're spinning our wheels. Um, so we want to recap our year a little bit, I guess, since you've decided this is going to be the last episode of twenty. Well, look, here's the deal. Let's extendo then. Let's give the Spotify our true fans a little bit more of us today. Listen, I know that you're bored and you don't have a lot going on, and your life is kind of empty. I get that, so, so but hold on. You mean I'm tragically unemployed due to uh, the pandemic? Yes. Well, there's a great number of things that are tragic about your current circumstances, and I won't go into them all, but I will say... You want to go shot for shot on current levels of tragedy? No, I just don't. I don't... Listen, listen. You want to do all these extra shows. You want to rebrand. I'm supportive to some degree of all this stuff, but like, let's get it done. Let's stop the show so that we can concentrate on that stuff. Would you like me to change the mood of this podcast to incredibly serious by telling you something very deep about my life? I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. It's very heavy. It's heavy. If you, I might get emotional saying it. If you have you sexual it? feelings for me or anything, no, I don't no, want to hear that. about it. This no, is no. not the time or place for that. Uh, okay, it's fucked up, but I think re- being real is cool. So I'm going to be real. Wow. So my dad died before he was born. Very sad. Commit suicide. Incredibly sad. Oh, no. You didn't know that? I, I didn't, didn't know that. that your dad committed suicide before you were born. Yeah. He committed suicide. That's, that's tragic. I'm sorry. It's fucked up. It's fine. We can, well, we could probably joke about it. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Uh, <laughs> I don't have anything lined up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Give me a minute. He did it. He did it, uh, July 6th, apparently. I've somehow managed to not know the date, and it's like got recently said to me, and, and now it's stuck in my head. I'm pretty good at like actually like intentionally forgetting things, mostly in a good way. Like, I know I'm going on a tangent, but we go to High Park with the dog, right? And it's a it's a big ass dog park, and there's tons of different places you can go. But I intentionally am not really paying attention where I'm going when I walk there because every time I go, it's new again. It's okay, a, like uh, beneficial stupidity or something. I don't know. Right. Anyway, so this dates in my head. So I was born on the 30th, and all oh, through this childbirth process, I have been thinking about when I will break the date of 24 days prior. See what I'm saying? And it occurred to me the other day. 24 days prior to what? To my child's birth. That I I got further than he did. Not to say I'm like on a path to that. I'm not. But it's just, you know what I mean? Wow. something I thought about. So I'm obviously past it because my wife's due in a week. Uh, So there's your Your little boy's due in a week. Yeah. So how, how are you talking about doing more shows, man? Take a oh, freaking break, man. Dog, when it happens, of course, but fucking, listen, we're not behind the scenes ing right now. The show must go on? I mean, is that where we're, where we're at? It must. It must. Come on. I say we extend our show today if we're, if we're rolling. That's what I say, but that's fine. So that's my to, moment of realness. If you want to swear uh, all the time and stuff, make me edit that stuff fine, but don't make me edit down a show from two, like from an hour and, and a half. You know what? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep being real. I'm going to keep being real. Um, I can't really even give good advice on mental health based on what 
how, cause I'm a victim, you could say of like extreme mental health issues, right? My dad was bipolar and he stopped taking his medication. I'm sure the medication has gotten better, but from what I know about like psychos, whatever medication, the symptom, the side effects are, are, can be very fucked up. Like electric shocks down your body and like, it just mm. sleepiness and like, it, it, you know, Kanye, you see how Kanye goes on and off meds, especially as a creative, right? So, um, so I can't give advice because what happened to him was such like an almost, no, my dad is almost like an untreatable problem. Like all the support in the world can be there and, and there probably was, there was support, but the voice in his head is going to win. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like alcoholism, right? Where like, you know, they say like an intervention doesn't matter if the person's not ready. They have to be, yeah. Yeah, so it's the same thing, like with mental health, saying to somebody, like, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you're, if you're suffering from depression, if depression is your, is your uh, uh, drink of choice, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. But, like, in my case, that's not what it was, because mine was, like, altered mind, like, so altered, like, I don't know how you pull yourself out of that in the moment. You, you don't have a rational thought, so, so. Yeah, I have some. I have some experience with loved ones close to me suffering quite acutely from both anxiety and depression. And what I what I know that I don't understand from it. Like, so I'm not saying that I get something, but what the thing that I that I get that I don't get is the power of that voice in your head. Like, because I can shower someone with love and support and 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 hold space for them. But again, if the voices in their head are more powerful, then there, there literally is nothing. And I remember encountering it early and being like, why isn't this working? You know, like, why, why aren't they listening? Or why, why aren't my words changing something? Or why isn't like, if I'm holding somebody or embracing them or whatever, why isn't this helping? And, uh, and it is, it's, 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 it's really deep. And it's really hard to live in the now. We're so cerebral. We're so, you know, I mean, and then of course we turn to more of that and the pandemic's made that worse. Everything else made, it's really, really difficult. And it's the one thing that I get that I don't get. And, 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 uh, which is just like, what do you do? You know, there's, you know what it's there's, like, it's like, uh, depression's kind of like having wet clothing and, and, and you got to dry off, but you don't, people, a lot of people don't realize or think about, where what they can do like you got to get your body moving like exercise right yeah like, yeah like you have to bring yourself to that or or some interactions with a, a pet or if you have one or like somebody you just have to take that step to dry off otherwise you don't realize that you're just pouring water on yourself and it's never it's not just going to go away you have to get up and out and i guess there's those people that depending on how severe it is that are stuck to the couch or who can like because whenever i have mild depression i will be like oh I feel this coming. These are negative thoughts. I, I know that my day isn't going poorly. Nothing happened. I'm just feeling shitty. Maybe social media, right? Social media makes me feel like shit all the time. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Yeah. But IG story, you know, you know the things that get me, the IG story, when I look at IG, people's IG stories, I can feel the depression and jealousy and, and envy uh, and anxiety. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of fucking people putting out music and shit and it's going yeah, well. Me too. And I'm like, yeah, me too. You know, yeah. and like DJs that do well and like, 
And uh, and I've had a moment of reflection because obviously we I, I made that joke of a fucking promo contest and nope, not one person commented on it. And, <laughs> and not one. Like yeah. people commented, but I asked them to <laughs> because I'm like my buddies and my DJ crew. I'm like, I'm fucking dying here. Somebody hit me. So pathetic. This is such a real episode. Hope people like that. No, um, you know, well, yeah, that stuff gets me down big time. Big time. I, uh, I, I don't connect with people, man. I, I, I don't. And I try to. I show love. I, that I do. I show love on the internet, but I don't make connections with people. They're not my friends. I don't know them. And maybe like, I don't know how or something. You know that, well, okay. I, I have very, very clear strategy about this that's worked for me. And I do this. I tell people this in my workshops all the time. And it's the funniest thing, but I have a whole section in one of my workshops about literally gassing people like hey if you want if you want for example if you want to get interaction you got to interact right if you want someone to pay attention to what you're doing show that you're paying attention to what they're doing so for example when i was booking my touring stuff you know how the thing is what what people do is they wait until they have something like they're pushing and then they reach out to everybody Right? It's like, ooh, I have an album out. Now I'm gonna reach out to everybody and say, listen to my album. But if that if, if the first time you've interacted or someone's interacted with you is yeah. is basically a favor situation, it's not. So here's something that I do every week, which is like this is gonna sound ridiculous, and it kind of is, but I've been doing it for over a year. And dude, I can't even tell you the difference it's made in terms of my interaction. So every single day I go to my Facebook birthdays, right? I send a happy birthday message. Now I'm I'm blowing my I'm blowing my cover here. Anyone that's listening, I wish I do an individual wish everyone a happy birthday. It's usually when I'm taking a dump, I'm sitting on the toilet, and I'll go through every Facebook person that I'm a friend with whose birthday it is, and I send them a message and I say happy birthday, boss. And I send that message to everybody. And so when I post something. And you've seen some of my interactions on Facebook this year, especially have been really, really good. Like not when I'm posting art, mind you, but if I post a, like an opinion about something, you know, the place will blow up. But just, I take time every week to go out into the world and just fillet somebody online. Just give them, give them a little, give them a little tug. Yeah. Just tell them I love something, you know, whatever it is. And I'm lying. Sometimes I'm lying to people like with journalists. This is the best one on Twitter. I'll go to a journalist who I, I know I'm going to want them to review my album. I go over to them. I randomly pull up something they've written. I don't even read it. I just tell them I love, their, I love the article they wrote about this thing. Right. I mean, I have even read it. You've got to take time out of your day to do that stuff, out of your week. I've been showing love. I've been showing love on IG. I don't really want to do uh, marketing on Facebook because Facebook, number one, you have a limited – my fan page is uh, – doesn't exist. I don't care. And they make you pay to, to ask. To, I don't want to, I don't want to work on a fan page on Facebook and on my actual page, I actually don't really go on Facebook to find it toxic and it's just old people complaining. So Instagram, the whole world's on. So I feel like I have, but Instagram, the communication is incredibly more fake. Like the, the, the fire yeah. emojis and the fucking auto comments. And it's just, yeah. it's such oh, yeah. a fake world. So I actually have been showing lots of love, but, um, I, you know, I think with Instagram, you got to step it up and share. And I've been doing that too, because, you know, foreign city, my DJ crew, which I like never talk about on here, but you know, we've added a member to the team and he's really upped our IG presence by sharing people's stuff and ma making it kind of the modus operandi of what we're doing. 
showing love, showing love. And so I'm starting to do that on mine. I'm, I know it's going to be a, a slow process, but um, I kind of want to dedicate my 2021 to just showing love more. I, I'm only child and kind of in my own head a lot. And, uh, and you know, I, I've realized too uh, that some of my wins have become crutches, you know, my DJ city connection, which like felt like something and it's amazing, but it, it means I can't share my edits with people because they're exclusive there. Yeah. You know? So I've lost my connection with people that way. And uh, it's kind of like, Oh, too cool for school kind of thing. And I fuck that. That's know? interesting. You know, who recently got a huge win and I'm going to be honest on the show uh, in a way that I, I think people might find interesting, but you remember having Prem Rock on the show way yep. before we were the Kills and Bio show when we were in the, we were in the quarantine podcast. Um, we had him on the show. He's a good friend of mine, obviously tour mate for years. We put out tons of projects together, but we put out three, specifically three, not tons, but three. And um, his project Shrapnel, which we were talking about when we had him on the show, was doing really well. And Shrapnel made the top hip hop releases on Bandcamp of 2020 for the year. And I'm extremely and genuinely happy for him and them. Uh, and I've been showing a lot of love and I've been telling people about it. And I want to make sure I talked about it on the show because, you know, Premrock is one of those guys. Like when I met him, he's this dude who's been just, he's been doing his thing for years. He hasn't gotten the, the, the credit that he deserves. You know, in Canada, I gotten a lot of credit for my work and I was a bit more known. Prem was still struggling, you know, somewhat in the shadows in the independent circuit in, 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 in the States. And so this was a, such a huge win for him. So I've been really trying to celebrate it, but I got to be honest and say, you know, I put out three projects with this cat. We toured the world. Then all of a sudden the first record he does without me, well, not the first record. Cause it's not first record he does without me. It blows up. They sell out of vinyl. He's made the top band camp hip hop releases. And I'm like, fuck. Right. And you're like the, on behalf of the kills and bio show, get bent. Primrock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, well, it's you know, what's funny is I've been talking to friends about it, and and to be just to be totally fair, I mean, I, I'm not jealous, and I'm so he's such a close friend. I'm so happy for him. Well, no, um, you you are hard. jealous, but you understand, yeah, that that's an irrational emotion that you can't control, and you will not let it actually guide your actions. You're going to show love. You're going to spread. It's just I feel the same way. Human beings are flawed, man. We're fucked up. I, yeah, that, when you're that's, that's why I hate. Right? That's why I don't like some of this lefty shit where mans act like they don't have inappropriate thoughts or right. or that they're you know that you should be pure of heart and that there's this absolute correct way to do things and think and that we can't forgive people and that you know let's cancel this person let's cancel that person you know fucking Nick Cannon has some awkward views on you know Black Israelites cancel his show. Sure. Fuck off, man. Come on. You're not holier than that. What are we doing? Going back to like thinking politicians are like Jesus and they're perfect. Even Jesus probably fucking has a Jesus me too. went whoring. Jesus has a me too on his record. He went whoring. Let's get back to Christmas. It's fucking Christmas time. Listen, I want to get back to something that we, 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 were, we were getting into and about how our relationship might, our, our, us getting closer might destroy the show. And then here you go and you share this personal thing, which is endearing me to you. Mm-hmm. And I resent you for that because now it's going to ruin the show because I'm going to start to really give a shit about you as a human being. And who the hell <laughs> wants to hear that? Don't. You know what I'm saying? As long, the, the key is for you to keep my, uh, my eye rig. 
and that'll keep the tension. <laughs> I'm never giving it back. I mean, that's I like, want the cable more. I gave you the cable too, right? The adapter, yeah, that was a mistake. I want, that no, was not a, just the adapter. I gave you the the cable, didn't I? The the oh, you did. I have no quarter, idea where quarter inch to oh, thing. Yeah. It's an expensive cable. Too bad. Um, that's a real. Do you shame. think we can do the twelve days of Christmas? And and uh, and we'll just okay quickly one of something. True love, give me one of something. One what? Okay, uh, I'll, I'll start. Dilla Dilla type beat. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a Dilla type beat. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll send it to you when it's done. Quick, two of something. Go two. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. A pair of headphones. Two pairs of headphones. A pair of headphones. Play on That's it. Play two. with it. It doesn't work. I need two. Two titties. There are. A pair of headphones is two. There's one phone on each side of your head. Okay. I appreciate that there may be some nuance there, but I'm just going with two tig old bitties. Okay, three. Three. Go. We got to get through fucking 12 of these. Buddy. Tripod. This is a tripod. Stop naming things that have three <laughs> pieces. It needs to be something you get in quantity three. Come on. Turtles. Oh. Turtles. Three turtles. Right, like the three turtles, like the caramel turtle candies, turtles, caramel. This is uh, this is dragging. This is dragging. Yeah, it's hey, dragging. Four, four uh, horsemen. She said two turntables. Four horsemen's pretty good. Four horsemen. Five, uh, uh horsemen. Oh, I did, we got to do the thing. Horsemen horsing. Right. Four horsemen horsing. Yeah, okay. I know it doesn't make sense, but. Uh, turtles caramel. They go bitties. Five. Uh, five what? is the big one because it's the slow moment. Five. Five golden. What is it? What do you have five of? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Something gold. Something rise with rings, dings, things. Five. Uh, what do I have five of? Uh, five. Uh, Juno. Juno, Juno snubs. Juno snubs. Juno snubs. That's a good Five one. Golden Juno snubs. Five six. Juno snubs. Yeah. Six. Six what? Uh, six. Six. Oh God, I don't know. Good six Lord. Dicks. This is a bad bit. Six dicks. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna go up to six. Let's let's try it out. I'm gonna text you quickly. You want me to sing this? Yeah, we're gonna sing it together. Jesus. Okay. Ready? This is not what I meant by pre-production. Two. You can't sing it together. Three. On the first day of Christmas, my true. (laughs) Okay, okay, I'll take over. My co-host sent to me. Yeah. One Dilla type beat. And a vaccine for COVID nineteen. There you go. A lot of correct. Okay, you do the you second. Sing it. No, you sing it. On the second day of Christmas, my podcast mate gave to me two tiggle biddies. Nice. My my cadence was wrong, or my my pitch tone, whatever. On the one uh, type beat and a vax a vaccine case of COVID. No, yeah, you got to auto correct. This is bad. This is bad. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Three turtles caramel, two tiggle bitties, one Dylan type beat, and a vaccine for COVID. <laughs> I don't want to do oh this anymore. God. I don't want to do this anymore. You did pretty good though. The five Juno snubs is my favorite there. Yeah. Yo, you pretty much chalk up every year I've been alive as a Juno snub. 
<laughs> except for 20 the Canadian artist situation is a really interesting one because like okay you know who's the top hip-hop artist I mean like it's Drake every year right so Drake pretty much can't be involved in the Junos anymore because it's just not fair but then so that to, snubs that to be true we're minor leaking our own shit which we've tried to avoid doing the whole Drake revolution is to stop minor leaguing, putting ourselves in a box. But we have to when it comes to our awards because we can't just give the awards to the same people every year. You know? Yeah, it's true. But the thing is, well, and this is a good argument because just for those listening, the Junos are basically the Canadian version of the Grammys. And of course, you know, in the rap category, Drake should win every year because he's the biggest rapper on the planet. So obviously he'd be the biggest rapper in Canada. But so there's two there's two arguments here. One, the Junos, in order to have any kind of international uh, recognition or acclaim or 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 reputation, would have to make Drake the winner every year. But unfortunately, you know that it's not necessarily for the Junos. They're like, well, you know, there's different considerations. Drake's so on top. Let's give it some. I'm not sure what the mentality is. I mean, I know, for example, and here's the snub, just just for people listening. There was one particular year where, and I I was was I nominated in that year? I can't remember. But point was, it was four independent acts in Drake, and they gave it to Shad. And the question everybody had was, and and this is this was the consensus of what had happened was, and of course Drake was the host of the Junos that year, and he's snubbed for the rap recording of the year, which is ridiculous. Um. Now Shad's a deserving Juno winner in in as a general in general, right? Like he's he's a great Canadian rapper, deserves awards and acclaim. But of course the question was how did this happen and how did people vote? And of course if you're thinking about it, now I voted. I think I voted for Shad because I'm looking at the list and I'm going, well, Drake's going to win. I might as well give Shad a vote. So people were trying to figure out how did that did that is that how it happened? But is that mentality good for the overall brand of the Junos domestically or abroad? Like, what's the point? I don't know. I mean, there are people that win the Junos every year, the people that are nominated that people don't understand. Nobody understands why. It's like, it's based on sales. A lot of it has to do with sales, unfortunately, which isn't really an accurate representation of the, you know, artistic merit of something per se, which is why, you know, the Polaris prize has become more, a more coveted um, award also because it's, it's cross genre. It's not, it's not necessarily, you know, um, it's not necessarily. Do you, you think know, Kate Trinata would accept the Juno? I think he did win the electronic Juno, didn't he? Did he uh, accept it? Acknowledge it? I'm not sure. I don't think he was there physically. Yeah, but he's. Well, I mean, awards like music, subjective content, and awards are. It's, it's a little. It's a little odd. Awards are problematic, right? In the same way that a battle is problematic, the person that wins a battle, the, the the things that go into it are very subjective. The judging is subjective. The 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 optics are are weird. You know, it, it always has a the optics are always there's opposing optics that are really difficult to kind of manage and negotiate in some ways. Um, like I was saying, like how does it look domestically versus how does it look internationally? How does it look from the inside or from the outside, depending on how you're, you know, it is what it is. It's sort of the nature of the beast. I mean, you know, there's that whole thing where it's like Tribe Call Quest never won a Grammy, which is ridiculous. And then of course they put out a record that one year, a few years ago, 2016, I believe, 2017. 
and um, and they didn't. They had a chance. They were nominated, and they didn't win. And everybody's like, "Are you crazy?" Like, it was cool. It was cool. It was a pretty great. Who were they up against though? Like Kendrick or something. Yeah, sure, Kendrick and Macklemore and who the hell knows. But I mean, everyone sort of says it's like the biggest knock of the Grammys. That like, if you look at the winners, the Grammys never seem to pick. You know, it's like for it's not it's not dissimilar to the uh, Oscars, right? It's like Spike Lee has never won an Oscar for Best Director, despite the fact that the films that he lost to, we don't talk about those films. We still talk about Do the Right Thing. We still talk about. You know Malcolm X. We still talk about we still talk about Spike Lee's movies way more than we talk about the movies that he lost best director and best movie to. You know what I mean? Like, so, it's a weird yeah. cult, and it's hard to have the perspective too because you can't tell. I mean, it's like Macklemore beats out Kendrick for the best record. It's like clearly, clearly, Mad City was a better record. Oh my or, God. Sorry, butterfly. Sorry. I respect, uh, I respect, uh, Macklemore as a pop artist and as a, as a artist, like I think he's, there's good songs he's that come out of that camp. It's good sure. songs, it's good music. But I mean, um, but uh, Kendrick I is a cultural a, phenomenon. We're going down a wormhole that I don't know if I want to go. Do you want to, are we talking about our year? It's supposed to be a recap. We recap the fucking thing. Well, it's supposed to be a recap. You know, if you don't want to keep, you know, if you don't want to keep doing episodes, which I'd like to stop doing episodes and 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 re re up on the branding, I did a bit of a retrospective mentioning Premrock, who's had a fantastic year. Fair. Um, I see that you're scared of Toolman. He, I'm intimidated. I was intimidated when we had him on the show because I'm not intimidated by him in general because he's a friend, but I was intimidated when we had him on the show because he's so plugged in, you know, and he's like. You know, he's on a first-name basis with Khalil and most deaf and, like, he's so plugged in and he's so talented. And so, like, when he's talking about all these different, like, things that are going on, these scenes in L.A., these different the sounds and stuff, I'm out, of, I'm, even, I'm out of my element, even as a producer. So I was like, damn, like, this is, my, this is my element. I should be leading this thing, and he's running away with it. And I'm like, damn, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. No, Toolman's kicking it with, with uh, Khalil Khaled or Khalid, and you're recording bad rap. And that is the ecosystem in its <laughs> purest form. Uh, um, let's see here. Talking about our guests in the year. Uh, there were some guests that were boring for a while until we spiced it up. There were some guests that held back on their stories, and I knew they had cooler ones. John Rist was boring, but... <laughs> He was boring, but he was in China during the lockdown. So it was I like, thought it was interesting. He was, so but he was he was under duress. Like I was a man <laughs> under siege. Like guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back. Basically, and there were Chinese nationals listening uh, to that show. Wait, wait to shut him down. He was living in China because he was teaching there as a job, and then the lockdown happened. And he can't move, and he's like, <laughs> the government's like telling him when to get his groceries. And like, yeah, he's, he's clearly, clearly fucking terrified. You have to have an app to move. I don't know if you paid attention to social media after, but like he couldn't get a flight, and he's going in all these tirades against Air Canada. It's not funny. It actually looked awful. But oh my god, oh man, there's nothing worse than. Uh, customer service where the interactions you get back are like monthly and your needs are daily, you know, no, like a, a refund that's not going to come for months or fuck that shit gets me fired up. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Risk was boring. Who else was boring? Um, uh, well, guests. 
Well, the 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 fucking uh, Andre nine hundred five. I thought was going to be boring, and that episode was great. And why was it great? Because of because of his cultural background, and because, because of my spicy questions. The one, the same ones that ended up pissing off, and that was not a racial comment about India. You're lucky that India he was and spicy food. You're lucky that he was interesting because, you, you know, yeah, he has a pseudo arranged or whatever, not arranged. He has like a. Uh, we keep using that term. I know that's not the term. Well, you're just lucky because I brought ninety percent of the guests on the show, so it's like you better. You, yeah, well, if, guests if, on better be good. If you want to go, um, what's Canada's NPR? Do we have one? Because CBC's not it. The, the, is NPR. What are you talking about? Well, because I'm saying if the show didn't have me and you wanted to have an intellectually stimulating dork show that thrives on sub, the government subsidy but actually isn't very good. You oh, can my it. God. Are you, you saying the CBC isn't you, good? Doesn't do good programming? Are you what crazy? I, what I will say is that the problem, one of the, one of the, not the problem, but uh, uh, the the public broadcasting is beautiful on like something like news because it adds some objectivity to the news. It's not about selling ratings. The government's helping pay for it, so yes, they can just take a more honest approach. It's critical. When it comes to art and national uh, 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 priorities. You start to slot things in because you want to check some boxes and you also don't, I probably can't be too edgy on there. Right. Uh, uh, so, so in terms of what's really out there, like, you know, you're showing the people who play by the rules, you know? So, uh, Oh man, it's just, it's a little, it's, it's not, it's just not that like there's, there's a lane for everything, you know? And, and art, the the most cut not cutthroat the edgiest stuff probably not going to exist on a corporate platform you or know what, a, or a it, uh, or a government you know endorsed program sure do you know what this comes down to though is what? like straight up i like to be edutained like i very much love to be, so for example i watch colbert and seth rogan and that's the way i keep myself informed without going insane i want to know what's going on I, that's why I'm on Twitter because I want to keep up with things and I don't want to lose my mind with all the bad news. And it's like, you just don't care about informing yourself about stuff. Like you just, you want, you want to hear poop jokes and shock humor and all that. And that's great. Um, but yeah, yeah. CBC is not going to give you that. Um, you know, the worst CBC show is absolute worst. It's what? trash. And I, it needs to be canceled is the debaters. It is the worst, most unfunny show I've ever heard. I can't, I can't believe how bad that show is. But Take everything else. Debaters. But everything else. I was listening to Quirks and Quarks today. I love that show. They were talking about lightning and Aurora Borealis and how it happens and works. I was like, this is cool. I'm into it. You know, give me some. But yeah, you know, if you're looking for if you're looking for dicks and tits, Ryan, you know, it's out there for you. You know, there's there's Pornhub. There's Pornhub. Uh, hey, Pornhub, Pornhub got in trouble. Pornhub got in trouble by Visa. You see that? No. Pornhub, MasterCard, and Visa removed as a payment method for Pornhub because they shared. Because apparently they had some videos on their on their channel that were like abuse or or child porny, like somebody underage or who knows. I'm fucking well, because yeah, because users can upload whatever they want. That's dangerous. Yeah. That's dangerous content. Can we get back to the retrospective? Which go ahead. Well, I don't know. I mean, do you remember having uh, having my boy on from Portland, Maine? Um, yeah, long hair, Dash. No, that's no. I'm talking about the old man. Oh, the guy who wants to 
forcibly uh, fillet you. I didn't realize that my relationship with him was based on him wanting to jump in my pants at 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 the at his first opportunity. I've never had to consider an old man wanting to bang me before. And I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to think about that. So, okay. Here's me. Oh, there's an old man. Robert, Robert Emmett. He's he's Hi, Robert. He's a genius. And then when he's looking at me, he's thinking about jeez. That's a lot. That was a I, lot. I I have I do have a soft spot in my heart. Uh, thankfully, a soft spot, soft spot in my pants remains soft. And uh, but I do love that dude. <laughs> it remains soft. It rem- It will remain soft. He, but he's awesome, man. He's been doing really well on TikTok. He's got more TikTok followers than I'll ever have. And uh, and it looks like he's had a really good year. But that was one of my favorite episodes because he's just such a character. And I feel like I feel like sometimes with our guests, we do that thing where, and I know that you're going to agree with me, where we have somebody on that's maybe you know, is doing something interesting or like our culturally important art form or whatever, but isn't like, like more or less was kind of boring. That's my boy. And he'll probably, I'll probably break his heart to hear, but his interview was kind of boring, but he's fucking, he's awesome. Um, (laughs) But the thing is we don't have care. We should have some pure characters on the show. Like that aren't, who cares? It's art wise. It's about being interesting. Let's get one of your frat bros on the show. and, and I, I any, Bro, I don't have friends right now because I don't relate to some of my own friends as much. Mm. Like, like they're, they're like, I say things, they're like, oh, can't say that. I'm like, what? You say whatever you want. It's a joke. Relax. <laughs> but I was just thinking, um, listen. Brad from Native Spirit, Instagram. In, spir- in spirit, oh, yeah. Well, no, that, yeah, eh, yeah. Uh, in the spirit of the Me Too for all the times men have made women uncomfortable by either staring at parts of their body while they, while we're talking to them that we shouldn't be or by staring them in the eyes. But clearly what we're thinking on the other side of the eyeball is, uh, is written on her face that we deserve to have gay men do that to us. We do. We all do. Well, I live in the we, gay road and that's been, the, that's been one of the most enjoyable things is I, I get objectified and that, that actually it, it it informs me about what it's what it, what it's like and why so, I should objectify other people. Are you, and it boosts my ego. Would you say no. that spiritually you're gay? You're just not gay. Would uh, that be fair? I think you. I, yeah, I could give like, you that. Like like like. <laughs> Definitely spiritually bisexual like, for sure. Like in terms of like uh, like filling out a health card. Not this. Not that that's part of filling out a health card or like a, a census or whatever. Or like a, you know what are you are you, are you liberal? Are you conservative? You don't check the straight. All right, I don't want to talk about that anymore. It's not funny. Like well, it. we we did talk about the fact that like if I came out of the closet, uh, so many people would be like, "I knew it." Like, there's so <laughs> many people that would just assume. Yo, me it. too. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, "Oh, that makes sense." They'd be like, "All oh, those dicks you draw," and like, and like there was a period of time where like I I just because I would wear like fitted shirts and I, I was in shape, that's somehow gay. <laughs> well, the problem for you is that you're, you're addicted to V-Nex, which is a, a really huge problem. This is a small V. This, this is, is a, a problem. Very, very slight V. It's a. It's. I'm not addicted to V-Nex. Hey, listen. You know, the whole thing about it for me is like I can't. I'm not going to apologize for being hot. Like I'm not going to apologize, but for being the best looking guy in most rooms I'm in, I'm not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, you know, I'm hot and skinny. Doesn't mean I'm gay. Get over it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna yeah. get your girl's number. 
<laughs> no, but mm. I'm just messing around. Maybe, like a, break. Chase, Maybe a break isn't such a bad idea. Hey? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get with this thing. Give yourself a couple of weeks, man. Mm. Good Lord, get the branding mm. under your belt. This guy goes on Spotify, okay? Lincoln Byer goes on, he's on this whole rebranding thing. He goes on Spotify, starts replacing all our episodes with the, with the kills in bio, you know, chicken scrawl, which thankfully emotions. Shout it looks to cool. What is, what is, I, I actually oh. question your, like, uh, it doesn't look as professional. It's not treated. It's literally emotions. It's a right podcast, now. you fucking dumbass. Dude, no, listen, but you jumped the gun and replaced all of our Spotify things yes. with, with the chicken I scroll. Re- yes, I replaced an ad for an, another medium. You've degraded, uh, you've degraded oh, our branding. Oh, blah, blah, blah. On the way, like, when in, we do in this the spirit air, of that's what? Fine, but when you text me this and, I, and it sounds like you believe it, I don't know if you're just winding me up. That's fine. Maybe that's good. It's keeping the us not friends thing going. But, like, if you really believe that, I question your taste. I have a buddy. Dude! It doesn't photos. look as professional. It just doesn't. We're not trying to be professional. We're trying to be entertaining. Holy we shit. We need Lex on here. What I is grinding about, I bro? I want Lex on the show. I want Lex to get I want Lex to mediate between the two of us. Listen. I want Lex on. I want Lex. I don't care. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> Wait till the new year. Listen. Lord listen. God. I want Lex back on the show. She's our number one fan. You want me? She's our best guest. I want her on the show. Okay, fine. Listen, you want me to get behind this rebranding thing. Okay, cool. Then stop fucking up, which so far, your promotional contest for for fucking $26 worth of pizza to the high, failed. Big fail. 0 for 1. This this second thing, 0 for 2, bro. 0 for fucking 2. So step up, man. It's fine. That's your opinion. Your opinion is dumb. (laughs) Step up. Or shut up. This That's a, what it is. This is, is a, a, an opinion from fucking like DJ Premier's like turd. Oh That's what God. you are in the game. You understand? You, DJ Premier oh. ate a hoagie, took a crap, and it became you. His branding's better than yours, and it's terrible. Agreed. But like, come on, man. Come on. His branding's bad? DJ Premier? I mean, his branding's not great. Do you find it? When I say his brand, do you know what I mean? No. That means it's not good. Yo, that was crazy on that versus how many pop records he's made. Like he made uh, he made that Christina Aguilera one. I love that record. Yeah. Yeah. How cool is that? Didn't yeah. know that. I'm definitely in, I'm into that. I'm I'm into like uh, I'm into cross genre. You know, like it's cool when somebody. I don't know. It's cool when like somebody takes like that's Diplo made his whole life on, you know, taking taking African rhythms to Peru and, and, and then going and taking, you know, dubs, dub reggae sounds to Germany and producing some god Is there any chance those guys aren't happy? Do you reserve any part of your depressive, like, 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 your, like a safety valve for your depression to think, you know, I see Diplo, I see the IG, he's traveling the world, he's making music with whoever he wants, he's young, he's handsome, he's cool he's this he's that but maybe he's not really happy i mean i think we all love we'd all love to think that uh but that they're not happy is but that amazing because it helps us with our own you know thing but it is being happy is more complicated than being successful we know this so mm. you know part of the course it's true there's always uh you know like a bigger sandcastle you want to make it, it, you know if you're diplo and you've made uh a these huge records and worked with Skrillex and the, with all the Bieber records. I think I think him and Skrillex made uh, a Sorry Bieber. I think 
think that's Jackie. B. Right. You know, I mean, it's like think, the top of the mountain in terms of yeah. commercial success. I, I, I think you, you could look go at, from there. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think you could look at, I think you could look at my career and say, wow, this guy should be more famous. He really screwed up. And yet, and that would be true, except that I'm also like, I'm really happy. So, you know, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, I yeah. love making bad rap. <laughs> I think, um, I think the, the crisis of your career is that um how did i end up on a show with lincoln bio is that oh 100 percent i bring you down that's not even the <laughs> close to uh, 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 i've thought about that many times uh, the crisis is that like, trying why? to communicate what here? you do the means to do it really only came around the last five years in terms of video editing and all you know just how much easier that shit is and capturing footage and everything and like your, and I'm post your, EPK, your EPK gives me a boner, but um, it's just, it's, it's, it, I, it, I don't know. It, it's one of those things when you see it live, it rocks your socks, but trying to explain to somebody, we've been through this, how cool yeah. it is hard. And, Impossible. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess it sucks. Like, I think you should look at your career like an athlete in a way, you know, like the, the, they're that it's coming, over? No, they're just coming. I can't run anymore. Where the main I yeah, need not. No, you're you're teaching now. That's what you've moved on to. No, I've settled I've settled into my elder yeah, status. It's all good, man. It's all good. I'm not well, that's the thing. I'm not I'm not I'm not shook. I'm not shook up by it. I'm 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 really happy. But uh but I think I think in general, like for example, I I brought this up on the show where Trent Reznor was asked in an interview, he's like the the question was, Well listen, you know, like you're so successful, you have all this you have everything you could ever want you know, why are you, why are you doing drugs? Like, why are you throwing your life away with this crap? And he said, he's like, well, imagine, imagine you get everything that you could ever want in your life and you're still miserable. Where do you go? I mean, that's depressing. Yeah. That's depressing. That's like that. That's like the moment in, that's like the devil's, that's like the deal with the devil type thing where it's like you make a deal with the devil, you get everything then you know, Faust, right? Faust signs the deal. He gets to be rich and famous. He gets all the women that he wants, but it's like the looming the looming specter of having to live eternity in hell, it like starts to, as he gets older, he starts to see it and he's like, Oh, what have I done? And that's the whole thing, you know? Although I do think, although I do think that the idea that you have to sell out and be a douchebag to be successful, I think that's a systemic problem on the one hand and also not as true as, as it is, as it seems. But you know, what the hell do I know? I'm unsuccessful or, you know, from a, from a pop standpoint, you know, from an establishment thinking type way of a pop category, man's isn't Faust a like female indie rock artist? Feist. Goodness gracious, Ryan, read a guy. There's no Faust. There's gotta be a Faust. There might be a Faust, but there's, there's, there's a Faustus and there's a Faust and it's a, story and it's been rewritten a bunch of times Guth is, is probably one of the most famous ones and it's all about a guy making the deal with the devil and what happens and uh, you should read a book this year New Year's resolution for Lincoln Bio read Books. a book like Dante's Inferno let me suggest to you Dante's Inferno I like moving pictures Dante's Inferno will inform you of a number of western works and personalities that would really really help you put your own life in perspective hey uh I'm going to guess nobody IG'd you after our tirade last week. More proof. More. Yeah. 
I like the fact that like Ruckus Avenue, they don't even listen to the episode. So I was going to message Raul, but then I was like, you know what? Let's wait until they post the episode before I tell him that we don't believe that there's 60,000 listeners every week. We should scoopity poop a whole episode. Do you know what I mean by that? What's that? When Kanye uh, put out a big deal about he's releasing a song and he posted like an old Windows icon of like a download thing. And then the song was the scoop poop. Poopity scoop, scoopity poopity. <laughs> it was like this nonsense. <laughs> I know someone I like- who played it in a club that night, and I was like, "You're, you're hilarious." But I have an alternate career as a DJ, playing only parody music, and I just need a DJ name. Uh, so take your time. No, DJ, just no. I got no. a DJ full of it. There you go. Full but of it. Wonderful. I like the idea of doing an episode where. We literally, we intro the show, we talk for three minutes, we warn all our fans that we're going to literally play a two-second loop of Kanye saying poop to scoop for an hour and having Ruckus post it and just, that's it. And not right. telling them so that right. they, you know, when they subject their listeners, we'll see right, how we'll right, see right. what 60,000 listeners have to say about that, huh? It's our, it's our contract negotiation. Poopity <laughs> scoop until we, get our leverage. Time, until we get a better time slot, you know, because 2 a.m., 2 a.m. on a Wednesday. Well, our time slot is is, is our time slot is noon on a Wednesday in India, which is oh, decent. that's why because everybody's eating lunch. Everybody's eating lunch. Nobody's yeah. paying. Nobody's kills and bioing. Could you imagine this? We're like the background. We're the background for like people getting their cavities filled. They're like lying in the chair, and like our podcast is on in the background. I want to be paid in that coffee. That that marsupial eats and shits out, and it's the most expensive coffee in the world from Malaysia. I want to be paid in that coffee. Sounds like a plan. I don't need cash. And I want to be paid in Keurig cup poop coffee. I'm going to hold you to this. I'm going to hold you to that. And I'm going to, and I think this is a good, I think it's a good place to close the show because I think that's probably what you're worth is, is some, some lizard dung. With with some expensive coffee beans in it, I think that's. I don't have that's the, an accurate. I don't have the energy to tell, to tell you on, on the market. I don't have the energy to snap back at you, but um, I'm just gonna say, in conclusion, <laughs> tonight you're gonna go. You're gonna go to bed, and you're gonna wake up fresh kills, and that's got a lot of problems with it. <laughs> that's tell not, me about that's it. That's not a great thing to wake up. As Listen. As. Listen, that's what you do right before you go to bed. <laughs> right when you, wake up, you have to deal with yourself. That's what it is. And uh, that's why it's nice. That's why it's nice to have a woman lying next to you that can distract you from how terrible a life you have. A woman and a baby soon. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's fucking crazy shit. I'm like in denial that that's happening. But You're going to do great. You're going to do great. I know. You know. And it's good because it's like, it's like, I don't have to worry about myself, but I may have to take a job. I might become an arborist. I don't know what I'm going to do. I also just, you know what? I maybe, maybe in the new year I'll go easier on you. Cause your wife's going to be so much going so much harder on you. Maybe I'll go <sighs> easy. We'll see. It's gonna be but crazy. I want to see you crack. That's the thing. Our, our listeners, our listeners want to see you crack too. You know, if you do crack, if you have crack, no, pass it to your boy. Listen, I want to thank everybody for listening. Make sure yeah. that if you exist, if you're not a ghost or you're not yeah. like a Russian bot, that you slide up into our DMs at Lincoln.bio on IG, at Fresh Kills, 
F-R-E-S-H-K-I-L-S. And soon, let us, know how the show. let us know what's going on with you. And stay tuned for next week's recap where I may or may not be replaced by Lex Leosis. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, this is Lincoln Bio. Listen to Ruckus Avenue Radio at dashradio.com and download the Dash Radio app for complete access 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to our station.